It's that time of week, the time you've been waiting for. It's time for Goat Gab, a weekly podcast about all things in the dairy goat industry. Sit back and enjoy an hour or so with your hosts, Laura Warren Hughes and Cameron Jedlowski, as we talk about ideas and topics that matter to the dairy goat world. Hey, Goat Gabbers, we are so excited to be here today. I am coming to you from Syracuse, New York at the 2022 ADGA convention. And as always, I'm joined by my amazing co-host. Cameron, yeah, I'm here as well. I am not in Syracuse, New York, unfortunately, uh, but we're so excited to have a lot more special guests as well. Laura, do you want to go ahead and tell them who our special guests are? So our special guests today are the amazing Dairy Goat Youth at the convention. So everybody should give a shout out. (laughs) So we're going to go around the room and let them introduce themselves and where they are from. I'm Jacob. I'm from Oklahoma. Kinsey from Oklahoma. In from New York. Lily from New York. Tanner from Oregon. Emma from Maryland. Carly from New York. Wyatt from New York. Maria from New York. Audrey from New York. Katie from New York. Elsie from Indiana. Stella from Indiana. Alexa from Indiana. Ava from New York. Faith from New York. Paul from Texas. Annika from Missouri. Cade from Illinois. Alicia from Colorado, and I'm the youth rep. <laughs> Marina from Maine, and I'm the alternate youth rep. Samuel from Oklahoma. William from Minnesota. Grace from Oklahoma. Alyssa from Oklahoma. Bree from Oklahoma. Katie from Oklahoma. Rebecca from Ohio. And I'm Caroline from Missouri. All right. So we have an amazing group of people here and an amazing group of volunteers who have stepped up to uh, be the adult volunteers of this group. So, guys, let's give our volunteers a great big round of applause. They put a lot of work in on this. All right. So... We really want our youth group here to give us like their perspective on a lot of things. So Cameron and I have some questions that we'd like to chat with you guys about. So Cameron, do you want to jump in first? Yeah, let's let's go ahead and kick this off here. Uh, let's talk a little bit about um, what we enjoy about our dairy goats here. So if you guys want to go around and, and talk or raise your hands, as Laura talked about there, and ask oh, – the first question I'll ask is what's your favorite thing about dairy They're goats? They're adorable. That's, that's very true. <laughs> uh, they're very, very sweet. They produce lots of milk. Why don't when we when when we when you guys talk? Why don't you say your name as well so we can denote who's saying that? Milk, Audrey Miller. They're they're very cute, Maria Funk. You bond with them, Lily. Helped me find a career, Alicia. (laughs) No, Alicia, what is that career there? I am majoring in animal science at Kansas State University, and I'm going to go on to graduate school. What graduate program are you going to be working in and what's your goal and goal there? So I'm hoping to go into dairy reproduction and continue a career in research. Awesome. What other things, what other things are like your favorite part of having goats? If somebody came to you and said, goats, isn't that kind of weird? What do you, why do you have goats? What do you like having about goats? You can show them, Katie Funk. 
Each of their personalities, Faith. I just have to say they bring a lot of people together, Tracy. They're really fun to play with, Audrey. All right, I think I think that sums it up really well on there. So so kind of going on with that, when when your family was did, did you choose dairy goats? Like, is this something that you just jumped into and say, "Hey, mom, dad, I want to have a goat," or is this something you grew up in? So why why does your family have dairy goats? So my family has had dairy goats my entire life, and I've grown up on a dairy and lived with them. My entire life. Tanner. We got dairy goats because I was allergic to cow's milk, Lily. We got dairy goats because we were in 4-H and we saw other dairy goats, so we decided to get our own. Friday. My brother is allergic to cow, uh, cow's milk, and my mom got me a pony, and I instead fell in love with the goats, so we figured kill two birds with one stone and get some dairy goats. Um, it really just kind of helped us create a business, like we sell raw, great dairy milk. Hi, it's Marina. Um, our family got into goats because I was getting to the age, 4-H age, and um, so I decided I wanted goats. We started with goats, and now I couldn't imagine my life without goats. I think that's a common theme of, of a lot of goat people is we can't even imagine our lives without goats. That's for sure. I know I couldn't. So as a dairy goat youth, do you guys ever, okay, does anybody ever tease you because they have goats? Okay, so you all can't see heads nodding, but I've got a lot of heads nodding in here. So yeah, so what what are the things that you tell people, you know, when, when they're like goats, goats, why goats? You know, what, what do you tell people? What kind of challenges, you know, that do you face as a dairy goat youth and, and how have you overcome that? So um, everybody knows me as the goat kid in my town, and maybe I've been teased for that before, but it's also come to be um, something that we all can laugh about. But I think it's certainly different than even other livestock. Um, I know a lot of people who have beef cattle. You know people who have horses, but everybody seems to think it's very funny that you raise goats. So regardless, it's just a way to educate them and tell people about everything that dairy goats have to offer. And that was Cade from Illinois. But you kind of turned that around a little bit, I've heard, right? Because now you have people in your school that are like wanting to wear Cade's Little Farm t-shirts and hats and stuff like that. So it's kind of the cool, weird thing now. That's true. It's definitely the cool, weird thing. Um, When I was in high school, it wasn't a normal day at school if there weren't at least three people wearing Cade's Little Farm shirts there. Now that I'm in college, um, the same is still true. There are people who have my Cade's Little Farm phone cases people who have uh, my farm shirts as well. So if you take the time to educate them, even if they tease you at the start, um, it's always an opportunity to tell them about everything there is to offer in dairy goats. Uh, Personally, um, especially in FFA, I went against myself in a lot of county fair shows. And so even advisors would kind of give me some shade for that, especially with my classmates. Turns out I was one of the few who got my American degree because Dairy goats are worth a lot of points if you didn't know that. So came in clutch. So, And it's it, well, it's interesting you said – I'm assuming that was Caroline, right? Yes, that was Caroline. 
<laughs> and it's interesting you say that because virigotes, and I think a lot of the youth will, will understand this, is are different than than uh, regular terminal livestock where we are able to see the fruits of our labor 365 days of the year um, instead of you know taking a terminal terminal animal to market after after the fair. So um, that is um, uh, that is. That is definitely interesting there and very different there. How many of you, and I'm going to ask, I'm going to gauge the room here. How many of you have friends that have livestock but have um, don't take care of them for 365 days of the year? Yeah, about everybody's hands are up in here on that. Okay, good. I'm are glad you're making livestock people? Are they real livestock people if they don't take care of them all year round? I think not. What do you guys think? No. 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 <laughs> Yeah. So um, another question here we have for all of the youth here and maybe just some, some good discussion here is, is what do you think that, that we as adults could do better to help you guys? What can we do better in the dairy goat industry to help you as, as, as young breeders or as, as people get better in order to continue in your goat project post um, your youth years, as I'll call them? So I think especially parents and 4-H leaders could, um, instead of just doing things for their younger members, actually teaching them and starting that from a young age, rather than just being like, I'll do it for you and you can learn when you're older. And this is Alicia. This is Marina. I think the most, I guess the most helpful things for me are always the discussions I have with people, the people that come up to me and say, hey, I was a youth rep 25 years ago. This was my experience. Or the people, Laura's laughing because she did this to me at Nationals. Um, or just the breeders that, you know, they were there, they came up and talked to me at my first show. And now 10 years later, they still come up to me and talk to me. You know, the people that will tell you, oh, you're crazy to sell that goat. You know, why would you do that? Just the the networking, the networking and the relationships um, that come from goats. I agree with a lot of like what Alicia said, because getting kids involved at a young age and having them do the work rather than people doing it for them really gets them involved and includes them and gets them started on this. Tanner. So as an ADGA director, kind of jumping off of Cameron's question there, what are some things that you think ADGA could do to help you as a youth be more successful in your project? I think ADGA could um, post more online educational resources. Everyone here is from a different part of the country, and we all come together once a year, and we all learn together once a year, but for the rest of that time, we need a communal area to learn about dairy goats and to expand our knowledge. This is Alicia. So I know we have some people from Indiana here. If you're from Indiana, give a shout out. Come on, Hoosier oh, people. Come on. <laughs> I was going to say, I, Stella and Tracy, and I, I know there's more there, I, I, but I heard those are the ones yeah. I heard specifically. So you guys are doing something really unique in Indiana. I think it is. And I'm like totally envious with your showmanship series, with the, the points you're My doing. My mom actually runs that. <laughs> oh, goody. So guess what? You get to talk. Oh, I want you to, I want you to talk about it because, you know, in my little, in my mind, I'm like, if I were a youth and I thought there was a national showmanship series of some kind, would that be totally cool? Would that not get you all in the ring every weekend that you could, thinking that you could earn points to be like a national showmanship series? 
So we talked about what what are your thoughts Emma, on like a national point series for showmanship or, or other things there? Is that something that you as as a someone who's super competitive in showmanship or active in the dairy goat industry, would you be interested in something like that? Is that something we could do as an industry to help you out? Yeah, that would be really cool to see and and grow more. Stella, talk talk about this for those of you that, that are kinda of like in the dark and you're like, I'm not sure what this is, so so um, me and my mom, I guess not me as much, but uh, my mom, her name is Erin, uh, her and another uh, co, I guess you'd call it host, um, run a point series every year for the Indiana uh, Dairy Goat Youth. Um, we tip, we have a series of shows that um, they all have points associated with them, and you get to do showmanship at each show, uh, and depending on how you place, you get points. And at the year, end of the year, they're tallied up. And we have lots of really, really fun prizes. And I feel like it's really helped get uh, youth encouraged because who doesn't like cool prizes? I mean, <laughs> um, and so I feel like it's brought a lot more competition into youth. But also, I feel like the youth started working together more. Um, I know a lot of my friends, we will help each other fit our doughs. We help each other right up until we walk into that ring. and then. You know, it's uh, to throw, I mean, but then we come back out and it's like we're all best friends again. So I feel like that's really helps. And it's been a lot of fun to do the point series. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think what if we have something like that, that not only would you compete in your own state, but then you can compete nationally. And maybe every so often a list was put out that said, these are the kids that have the top points in showmanship throughout the United States in, in ADGA. Would that be fun? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! yeah. Tanner, I want you to talk a little bit. I'm going to pick on Tanner as well here. Tanner, I know your mom uh, very well, as a lot of people do. But Tanner, um, what you're, you're one of the furthest people away in the state of Oregon. I know there's some people from Texas as well there. But um, what what is your biggest challenge that you guys have on your farm specifically compared to uh, maybe one of the other maybe one of the uh, the other ladies from New York as well there? What's one of the biggest challenges you have as well? On your farming operation. For just getting here or for the farming operation? For the farming operation. On the farming operation. Um, yeah. We probably have our biggest issues with how much work it is because at points, if we have breakdowns or if people don't show up to work, it's our family working and filling it because it's not something that you can just leave for tomorrow or wait another week. So... Um, a few months ago over the summer, our gearbox broke and we was, had to fix it so that we could milk our goats because it's not something we can just leave. So we had to come up with a solution that day because all our whole rotary couldn't move and the parts couldn't get in. And Tanner, like for the listeners that don't know you, how many goats do you guys milk? We milk about a thousand goats a day twice a day every day and we currently have about 1300 in our barns and they all get milked on a rotary which is basically a big carousel and lasts for about four and a half hours for a milking shift this is caroline it seems to only break down though if alicia is working it it did appear to be that way. Or, I was or on. People are leaving. Yeah, <laughs> either people are leaves, going on trips, or Alicia is working a shift. But I'm no longer their intern, so hopefully that's good luck for them. <laughs> Less technical issues. 
<laughs> that was a good question. What other ones you got, Cameron? Yeah, so maybe for um, some of the some of the girls from New York, there. What are some of the biggest problems that you see on your farm uh, in a day to day operation and a day to day? And I know some of you ladies out there, and I just I, I know because the Facebook world and other things there, but but I kind of know who your parents are. But what are some things you see on your farms that are some challenges that you face? Usually, I see my goats get sick because of how cold it is up on our up on our hill. Audrey. Yeah, we occasionally have problems with Thanomia uh, just because it can go from being 90 here to 30 in two or three days. So, Maria. This is Faith. So New York is selenium deficient, so that's always uh, something we have to work with and kind of challenge. So when you say selenium deficient, what do you mean? We have to give the herd BOCI. Um, to counteract what they're missing in the soil. Sometimes we have um, problems with our um, um, birth. Like, it gives birth and it's like a big kid and we don't have enough time and the goat dies and it happens a lot for us. No, Katie. Definitely hard. Do you, do you guys have black bears in New York? You have bears? Yeah. yeah yes. But yes. They don't prey on the goats a lot. They don't. Uh huh. That that. Do you have a lot of working a, dogs? Like. Do you have dogs? Working dogs. Yeah. In fact, um, I have five. About five dogs. Yep. Oh wow. Have they ever gotten here? Uh, no, but they have gotten foxes. Yeah, every now and then. Audrey. So here at convention, guys, what has what has been the most fun that you've done so far? We did a necropsy on uh, lamb, Lily. I think, honestly, the funnest part was just kind of meeting, like, new people and just learning so much, like, over the top a lot. And I just really appreciate everybody taking their time and coming to teach us. Oh, Annika. <clears throat> My favorite part of convention, well, one of my favorite parts, was we had some amazing staff from Cornell come with um, some really cool body parts of goats. And I know that sounds a little weird, but um, they brought actually a repro track, an intact repro track from a hermaphrodite, which was really cool because we always talk about it. We always talk about what it looks like from the outside, um, but the internal aspect of it was really cool. Um, this is Faith. I've done AI classes and I've tried it on my does, but being able to actually like see the reproduction track and try it hands on, seeing like exactly what I'm doing, that was really cool. We played lots of fun games, Riley. I think my favorite part about convention has been how we've been doing stuff that relates to how what it takes to raise a goat in everyday life, what you have to do, and how to successfully do it with the goat's health and what it just takes to raise a successful goat, a healthy goat, canner. We did a project earlier today with a poster and we each had different categories and we each, we all presented them in groups and it was really fun. Audrey. I thought it was really fun meeting people and doing different kinds of games and looking around. It was really fun. Katie. I think my favorite part 
was uh, meeting new was meeting new people and learning lots of new stuff about goats. Paul Gutschild. Maybe one last question here, um, and maybe we can go around the room here and think about it here. If you had to say one word to describe the ADGA uh, National Convention, the youth programming there, what was the one word that uh, y'all would say? Exciting. Educational. Fun. Awesome. Also educational. Fantastic. Important. Thrilling. Educational. Fun. Awesome. Fun. Unforgettable. Informational. Helpful. Educational. Fun. Glorious. (laughs) Educational. (laughs) Hands-on. Enthusiastic. Goats. (laughs) Superb. Educational. Fun. Inspirational. Always expanding. Informational. Unique. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. I like awesome. That's one of my favorite words. All right, guys. Anything last that you would like to say to be on the air that you haven't had a chance to say? Go ADGA. Go to the ADGA. One, two, three. What are we saying? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go. One, two, three. Go ahead, go. Ooh, don't sound too enthusiastic. <laughs> Crazy people. Well, you guys, well, what a great message to end it. Absolutely. We will totally share that. So as I look around this room, this is what I'm seeing. And I didn't hear this word come up, but I think you probably would probably all agree. Lifelong friends, because I think you guys, what? More than one word. You can say it all together. Lifelong friends. (laughs) Friends. Because I think you guys are going to remember this for like ever and ever as one of your favorite goat memories. Even though there were no goats involved. That's right. Live goats. Live goats. There's goats out there. No, dairy goats alive. What? Guys, thank you for letting us spend a little time with you. Um and uh for being part of our Goat Gab podcast. So um I want to encourage each of you to think about reaching out to people in whatever way you can, whether or not it's a podcast or on Facebook or using social media like we talked about earlier today. But being an advocate, an <laughs> agricultural advocate for the amazing industry of dairy goats. And you guys have all done that as being part of our podcast today. So on the count of three, will you guys help us close out and say thank you for listening to Goat Gab? Okay. One, two, three. Thank you for listening to Goat Gab. <laughs>